Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the advice. Carpe diem. Seize the day. The comebacks. Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. <laughs> and the technology. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Brad in L.A. And today we check out the newest music by artists we loved in the 80s. Let's make it a slow burn love. Maybe it could last forever. A slow burn love. Smolder slowly together. I'll be a sometime lover for all time. Then you're all time lover for some time. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. Brad, that opening song is Slow Burn Love by Mark Almond. You might know him as the frontman of Soft Cell. But did you know he's released more than 20 solo albums since the 80s? Pretty prolific, eh, pal? Holy crap. 20 albums? Yeah. I don't think I've put together 20 photo albums since the 1980s. <laughs> I don't think I've put together a single photo album since the 1980s. <laughs> Remember when that was a thing? <laughs> I guess I used to do one uh, like photo books of the kids for the grandmothers at Christmas. That was a oh, no-brainer well that... gift, but yeah. not so much anymore. They left. Whatever. <laughs> That's funny. So as time has gone through here and stuck in 80s land, Lately, we've been noticing a lot more new releases from bands that haven't released any music in a really long time. And it's kind of nice because you get to see, you know, you catch up with them. Here's what they, you know, 29 years it's been since uh, Psychedelic Furs did something. We're going to have Shocking. a song by them today. Uh, Jack Hughes from Wang Chung as a solo album that's coming out. We're going to hear from that today. Huey Lewis has a new song and an album coming out. Actually, it's already out by the time you listen to this. We're going to listen to that today. So we're going to run through these songs real quick, tell you a little bit about them, and uh, have a good time. And then once that's over with, we're going to jump into the seggies. And we have a really fun letter, and who knows what else will happen. If you're lucky, dear listener, we we might share a Spotify list with you for this one. Let's get started. This is the new song from the Psychedelic Furs. It's called Don't Believe. You wonder where the weather went. You're sucking on a cigarette. And hell it comes the rain again. And heaven is on heaven sent. I don't believe. I don't believe. don't believe it steve <laughs> i don't really believe that it's the first it sort of sounds like you could tell you know richard butler's voice i recognize mm-hmm. that what i don't recognize is that just that fuzziness to it yeah I, I, it's probably I, not the right term it's almost like a spoken word song like yeah i'm interested to hear the rest of the album just because <laughs> it's been so long since they've released anything yeah so the album is called 
Made of Rain. It's due out May 1st. It will be released on CD and vinyl and the usual digital formats. You can order it now on Amazon.com if you want. Uh, it's funny. When I, when I see the song Don't Believe, you know, it makes me obviously think of Don't Stop Believing or the, or the call song I, you know, I Still Believe. So I guess the furs have given up. I Still Don't Stop Believing. Have you ever seen them perform live? I have. I were we there together? Was did we see them at the Hollywood Bowl together, or was that a different? No, it was a different show. Show, but I, I have seen them at the Hollywood Bowl, and I was kind of blown away. I was kind of blown away. I was not expecting them to be as good as they were, which I guess just shows what a cynical asshole I am. But. <laughs> I saw them probably about ten years ago in the historic area of Tampa, known as Ybor City. Nice, or as it's or as it's pronounced if you just read it why bore city why bore <laughs> they were really good it was like a really late show I could, there was nowhere to sit but like eeyore spearsy got through it and you stayed i'm so proud of you steve i'm so proud of you i did blow off the opening set by happy mondays i, I don't feel bad about that whatsoever yeah that's that's defensible anyway if you go back and search stuck in 80s you can find the interview that i did with tim butler the bass player and brother of richard it's a really fun interview He's a funny guy. Made of Rain is their first album in 29 years, as I sort of implied. Um, it's been, what, 1991? That's crazy. Wow. But that happens. It does. So they've been talking about a new album for the last six years. So here it is, Made of Rain, coming out May 1st. Here's our next new music tune for the show. This is Mark Allman. And again, this is Slow Burn Love. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. The moon will wax and wane a million times The sun flies round the earth until it dies Or it's over before you blink your eyes You need a slow burn love I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm waiting, I'm waiting I'm going, I'm going, going nowhere fast I'm gonna make it last You need a slow burn love 20 albums, Brad. I'm still kind of stuck on that. <laughs> That's a big albums. number. That's a big number. When you're a solo artist and you've released 20 albums, and I don't know how many albums Soft Cell has. I didn't look it up. But I'm going to assume it's not 20. Does that <laughs> mean you don't have friends or you just have no, more ideas than you have time or what? I don't know. That's a lot of albums. You stand on your own, I think, at this point is what I'm trying to say. You're no longer okay. He's Mark a solo Holland. artist now. Yes, exactly. Okay. So he's been around forever. This latest album is going to be called Chaos and a Dancing Star. Actually, it was released January 31st, so it's already out there. I like that title. Allegedly, the title of the album, and we never know this stuff, but this time we got lucky, paraphrases a quote from Nietzsche. Oh, brother. Uh, The quote is, one must still have chaos in oneself to be able to give birth to a dancing star. Don't we all have a little chaos in us, Dean? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, some there's some less than others. I have plenty of chaos. I have no dancing star. Well, you don't have to have a dancing star. You just need to give birth to one. Oh, which no. sounds painful. You follow my posts on Facebook, right? I mean, sort of, kind of. I do, yeah. I, I'm not very active there, but I do keep an eye on what everyone else is up to. So lately I've been posting little funny dancing gifts as a way of lowering expectations for the 80s cruise because <laughs> I am sworn to be a regular on the dance floor. Are, are you going to get up and boogie? <laughs> That's right! 
I'm gonna I'm gonna look like the nerds on Revenge of the Nerds. I'm gonna look like it's gonna be bad, but I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the put out the cigarette. I'm gonna do the uh, the white man overbite, the shuffle, slow dance shuffle. The, you know what the problem is? They never play enough slow songs. They never play. Yeah, never... we're not there to we're not there to get all schmoopy on the dance floor. You have a cabin for that. It's not like the old days when you went to like the dance at the gym and it was like the one time where you could get all close with your your honey. You want to get close to your honey? You got a room. You can lock the door. Mom and dad aren't going to be like, hey, what are you doing down there? We never had school dances in the gymnasium. I've never been in a gymna- gymnasium for a dance. Where did they have them? They would rent. Floridians. Oh, we'd oh, rent like a, a, a space. Rent out a whole other building Yeah, for we'd it. rent out like the Safety Harbor Spa was a, was a popular spot. <sighs> oh, Steve Spears, you bourgeois scum, you. <laughs> we'd. Us normies have to go to dances at the high school gym. Uh, I, I feel like I missed out, though. I feel like that would have been helpful. Well, you just you have to take your shoes off. That's the thing that most of the time they don't want your, you scuffing up the floor. Oh, is that right? Okay, well, that's that's not good. Because, I mean, yeah. the only part of my outfit that I've ever really truly been confident in is my shoes. Your shoe game? That's it. What was your go-to in high school? You like a, were you a Chuck Taylor guy? No, no. I, Nikes or Vans or what? Early 80s, it would have been... Nike, the traditional white leather numbers with the red swoosh. Yeah, baby. And then I think I moved into Adidas. Adidas. And what else? I, maybe I had the leather Chuck Taylors. White le- I was always white okay. tennis shoes. I never wore the black or canvas. I was a big fan of Stan Smith's for everyday wear. <laughs> but you're so California. The Adidas Stan Smith. The Adidas, that was when I lived in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't beat the shit out of you for that. They're so comfortable. I <laughs> yeah. For wearing tennis shoes, yeah, boy, that's a that's a bold statement right there. I'm just saying. I just assumed everyone there were boots. I didn't buy my first pair of boots until maybe six or eight years ago. Really? You actually have boots? I do. They're not cowboy boots. This is the most off-topic conversation we've ever had. Sorry, guys. Why don't you bring us back with some other uh, dance-friendly music? Okay, let's move on. Here's a quick listen to Jack Hughes' latest track called Woodstable Beach. This is from Jack's new album, Primitive, which is coming out in March. A double album. Double album. Nothing more pretentious than that. (laughs) Uh, Especially spelling primitive, P-R-I-M-I-T-I-F, which gives it that continental flair. This is a departure. If you were expecting a little Wang Chung, a little... Come on, do it for me, Steve. Wang Chung. If you're expecting that guitar sound, mm, I didn't really pick up much of that. This is a Jack Hughes solo effort, and he's kind of moving in a little different direction. It's a little jazzier, a little calmer, maybe. I like it. I think it's okay. It's just not what you maybe would expect if you're looking for you know, part two to the To Live and Die in L.A. soundtrack. It's, it's poetry set uh, to music. Lovely, yes. That's well said, Mr. Spears. <laughs> I think I stole it straight from some, something he actually said. That's just quoting. That's not stealing. Well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> I like stuff like this. I like when 80s musicians go off and do sort of like these projects on their own that they've, they've kind of had, you know, bouncing around their noodle for a couple of decades. Yeah. And, and Jack... I mean, it's clearly an itch that he wanted to scratch. Right. And Jack's got time. He doesn't tour full-time with Wang Chung anymore. Somebody else replaces him for most of their Wang gigs. Chung. He, he'll, he'll still come and do, like, the big shows. 
but but I from what I understand, yeah, it's somebody that we've heard of too. I don't remember who it was. It's somebody that was in another right, band, another eighties. Right. I'm band. sure. I'm sure they're very very capable. But I like me my own Jack oh, yeah. Hughes with Wang Chung. You, we saw them on the eighties cruise, right? Oh yeah, I mean one of my favorite stories from that first year was Nick Feldman and some rando guy, some friend of his, were walking down the hallway past our our cabin room, and the door was open and singing "Everybody Have Fun Tonight" as they walk by. And the first guy, the the friend, is singing it as he walks by, and then Feldman walks by and looks in the room and says, "That wasn't me singing." <laughs> it was just it was just so random. We happened to be heading out, and as we you know we walked down the hall with them and kind of chatted with them a little bit, got on the elevator, and they're like. Where'd your wife go? I'm like, oh, she's not taking the elevator on these on this trip. And they're like, huh. <laughs> and that's my Wang Chung story. That's a thing. I mean, that's a real thing with um, with your wife and elevators on the cruise. Yeah. Katie will be issuing the elevator challenge to all cruise goers soon. Uh, can you take an entire week-long Caribbean cruise without getting on an elevator on the ship? I don't think she's taken an elevator in the four years that we've been on the boat so yeah. far. It's a challenge I have never been willing to accept. At that same cruise, I remember seeing Jack right before one of their gigs. He was, I guess there was a back door that led into the lounge that you and I were sitting in. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And he just kind of comes in and he's got his guitar and he's kind of strumming it. And he's looking at the wall decorations and the paintings, just kind of wandering around, just kind of like dum da dum, like he's got all the time in the world and kind of getting himself in the yeah, zone. Yeah. Ninety seconds later, he was on stage, but uh, that was a good set. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this is coming out in March, so look forward to it. The album itself is called. I'm going to say it with an F at the end. Primitive. Oi. Postal friendly bottle opener. That's going to be my solo album. We're moving on. Steve, you may have heard about Huey Lewis's health problems, his hearing problems, but Huey Lewis in the News has a new release of music out now. Let's listen to some of Her Love is Killing Me. When I saw that Huey Lewis in the News had new music out, I was really excited, and I thought, that means Huey can hear again. Uh, Not so much. Well, not quite. This is unreleased material, and from listening to that track, you will say, well, that sounds kind of familiar. So, yeah, it's not... This is not an example of an artist saying, I want to go in a totally different direction. This is an artist giving us some more of what we love. Weather, their new album, is going to be released, will have been released by the time you hear this, on Valentine's Day, February 14th. And it's their first new material release since 2001. Wow. I don't know if you've been paying attention. I know you've been paying attention because you sent me links. But I guess I'm talking to 80s Nation. Huey's done a lot of press over the last month or so leading up to this album release. And it's been incredibly complimentary and very loving and very supportive, which which is just fantastic to see. There's there's an article that Esquire just did where they go up to uh, Montana yeah. and they talk to him there and he, yeah to his ranch yeah, yeah and he talks he talks about he's been without the use of hearing in his right ear since the late 80s, but it's his his left ear that went out a couple of years ago and now. 
It's Meniere's disease is what they've they've diagnosed him with, which is one of those mysterious things that they can't really explain. They just kind of know. Yeah. Here's what it is. They recognize the symptoms. Yeah. Right. So, they, it's, you know, tinnitus is part of it and stuff like that. They've had him on a low-salt diet. And he says, you know, different days, different success as far as how well he can hear. Like some – he, I think he puts it on a grade of like, you know – one to ten, you know, and he had a run of sixes in a row there, and he was feeling pretty good. And then, then you know, he just doesn't know when he's going to get up, what it's going right. to be like. It's really nice to see him recording it. I mean, to see them releasing this. Will he tour to support it? Most likely not. Yeah, that kind of bummed me out. I will admit, and I know we have some some pretty hardcore Huey Lewis and the News fans in the in the audience, and I'm sure they feel the same way. They probably knew it was going on better yeah. than I did. Well, give him time. You never know. This sort of thing could – if anybody has the resources to figure out a solution, it's Huey Lewis. Yeah. You know, and I can't imagine there's anyone out there who's going to withhold information that they could possibly could you know, help his cause. So, you know, we'll, we'll wish him the best. Right. In the meantime, we'll support the album, Weather, which was due out uh, February 14th. The last new album on our list this week is an unusual one. And when we were coming up with the list of new music, I was well aware of the fact that we were picking almost the same exact genre of music over and over again. Huey Lewis kind of being the exception. I blame myself. I blame myself. So do I. But we were really honoring our our new wave heroes. And so I had had to reach out to one of our hardcore uh, metal fans, Dave Augie August, and say, you know, Augie, give me something that's just a little bit different than the rest of this stuff. And what he suggested was the new release by Ozzy Osbourne. So this is the first release off the new album. It's called Under the Graveyard. Sounds like Ozzy. Man, Under the Graveyard, this is right up your alley, Spearsy. <laughs> Used to be. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm happy, Steve, now. Oh, I'm sorry. This is right up 2017 Spearsy's alley. <laughs> yeah, 20, 2018. I just picked a number. It's Valentine's Day week as we record this. I looked. I was looking up stuff that I wrote a, about Valentine's Day over the years in, in my blog. And it, <laughs> in 2018... <laughs> February 2018, I was newly laid off from the job that I'm actually back at now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I was I was as single as a single guy. Darkness. <laughs> I was as single as a single guy could be. And I wrote a blog item about 10 broken heart movies of the 80s. And I reread it. And I was, and I was like, this is the biggest drivel I have ever, ever been responsible for. It was like, pity party for one, oh, please. Funny. Pity party for one. It was yeah, well, it was the most self-indulgent we piece you. of trash I've ever written. When you say under the graveyard now, I mean that's that's actually like happy days are here again compared to that blog item. So <laughs> <laughs> But Ozzy's got a new album. It'll be his twelfth studio album, which actually seems somewhat unprolific compared to our, our buddy Mark Almond. Well, who's busy being on reality TV shows. True. Raising a family. <laughs> the album's called Ordinary Man. It's due February 21st. It uh, has a lot of interesting songs on it. 
But the one that's the most interesting is a collaboration between Ozzy Osbourne and Elton John. Do not adjust your set. That is correct. It is the title song, and it sounds like this. Many times I lost control. They tried to kill my rock and roll. Just remember, I'm still here for you. admit of all the songs that we featured in this week's show this is my favorite it's amazing it is amazing i know i use that word a lot but this song this is the most unlikely of duets and it works (laughs) yes it it feels like the beatles meets elton john meets black sabbath i mean it's it's got meets guns and roses because slash is doing the guitar work so there you go there's a lot going on here (laughs) there's a lot going on here Coincidentally, I guess, is not the word I would want to use. But Ozzy and Elton are about the same age. They're both in their early 70s. They're closer to under the graveyard than hopefully we are. They're probably in better shape. Than, well, better shape than me, not as, as good a shape as you. But uh, yeah, who knows? There's one thing we're always in shape for. The, the Seggies. Steve. Did you hear that? That was the tuneful stylings of the listener mailbag theme. Ah, oh, tuneful stylings. I like that. I forget what it is you say, but I always do tuneful stylings. I don't Mystical know refrain. I don't know where this stuff comes from. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you'd think after 500 plus episodes, I would know the things you say, but I don't really pay attention to you, Steve. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I'm used to it. We got a letter this week. First, I answered it, and then I immediately read it out loud to Katie because I'm like, this is amazing. You've got to hear this one. So buckle up, listeners. This is a letter. This is the the 2020 letter of the year letter so far. You ready for this, Steve? Yeah. Who's it from? Stephen Halifax wrote us this week, and he says, Hello, 80s Nation. As I count down to the cruise, Berlin's Take My Breath Away is playing as I type, I thought I'd drop a feel-good 80s story. It was September 8th, 1982, the first day of school. I love I love the fact that he knows the day. That, wow. Oh, I'm Steve, impressed. Steve. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's the difference between the was, Canadian Education Service and the American Education Service. It's the little touches that really make it all kind of hang together. Anyway, Mr. Halifax Steve continues. I was a freshman at Sackville High School in Lower Sackville. Now that's made up. Come on. <laughs> a suburb of Halifax, Nova Scotia in Canada. I have not fact-checked that, but let's just assume it's true. One of the first classes I had that year was, fittingly, drama, where we learned acting techniques, which I suck at, and writing techniques, which I'm better at. In that class was a girl named Karen. I was smitten the first time I saw her. I feel like I've seen this one, Steve. Do you, does this seem kind of familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naturally, I was determined to impress her, but I was a deeply shy and nerdy guy. I couldn't just go over to her and say, Hi! That was not 15-year-old Steve. But then, a couple of days later... She mentioned that she liked comics. Remember, it was drama class, so there were times she was obligated to speak to me. It was teacher-mandated. So, she dropped this info about the comics. I replied, 
I read comics. She said, what do you read? And that, 80s Nation, was when I made my mistake. I replied, I read Sergeant Rock. If you're unaware, this is a World War II comic. She said, what is that? Some kind of war comic? To this day, I can hear the derision that dripped off of that comment. Well, I tried to backtrack. I mentioned the X-Men. I mentioned Spider-Man. Alas, the damage was done. I never recovered. I pined for her through the rest of high school. Then we moved on, and like that, she was gone. Remember, Steve, it's always darkest before the dawn. But as I said, this is a happy story. She organized our 25th high school reunion, so we got back in touch with each other. I told her the Sergeant Rock story. She didn't remember it. But, well, time to make a long story a bit shorter. On the 30th anniversary of the day we met, Karen and I were married. Talk about playing the long game. I mean, the really, really, really long game. This year, we decided we're going to go on the 80s cruise. So if we're lucky, maybe we'll get to say hi to you while we're there. Keep rocking, Stephen Halifax. Wow. Oh, you have given hope to nerds the world over. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm starting to reverse engineer this a little bit. Okay. Now, I don't doubt that he remembers the day that he got married. Is it possible? Is it? Po- I'm, be- I'm being a, I'm being a cynic. But You're is being it cynical. possible? Okay, you be me. You be cynical. That he's just like you know, thirty years ago would have been the beginning of freshman year. So this is you know, it's close enough. We're going to say that this is the thirtieth anniversary of the day we met. This is the question that we'll ask Karen when we meet them on the cruise, and she's going to be what letter? You get. <laughs> you get. You get. Yeah, exactly. You start the Brotherhood of Steve's conversation, and I'll pull Karen aside. And get Katie to talk to Karen, and, and she'll get to the bottom of it like that. Like, nothing. Wow. Nothing, no problem. My wife can get information out of anybody. Oh, I know. She's She just kind of – she gives you this look. She's she's ruthless. She's it's, ruthless. She doesn't say a word. She gives you the look. And I'm like, okay, that, what I just said was bullshit. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's not mean about it. She just no, has she this just way knows. of doing it. I don't know. She's waiting yeah. for you. Yeah. She's waiting for you to revise your answer. To the truth. She's giving you the tr- <laughs> Yeah. Is that your final answer? She somehow has this, is that your final answer mean, means about her, which, yeah. you know, it's good to know that going in, gentle listener. Anyway, this is amazing. And Steve, if you're lucky, maybe you'll get to say hi to us. Please come find us. Yes. I, I will come find you if I can, but please come find us. I need to, I need to gaze at the man who worked a, you know, 25 year long con on an unsuspecting freshman <laughs> named Karen. <laughs> You should I mean, bring, a, that's bring a, amazing. Bring a copy of uh, Sergeant Rock with you and hold it. We'll have like a little group photo with with us on that. That'd be fun. We'll put it. We'll put it on the Facebook page. Nothing too valuable though, because the salt air won't be good for the paper. Right. I've never even heard of Sergeant Rock, so I, I don't know. But I wasn't a comic guy, so I don't. I can't say, but I can say this: if you have letters for us, I mean, you'll never beat the happy level of this one, but you can try. Uh, send them to podcast at sit80s.com. That's the. It, it. <laughs> it's, it. This new uh, <laughs> this new seggy is so new I don't even have like a cliche to introduce it. It's uh, I want my mystery TV theme song, seggy. You know, 
trademark pending and stuff. <laughs> anyway, we uh, play a snippet of a theme song from the '80s. If you get it right, you are entered into a drawing for a my favorite moment of every podcast: postal friendly bottle opener. Oh God, I just like oh, the way it sounds. It just comes it. out so perfect. If I have a, do you have any of these? Have I sent you any postal friendly bottle? Yeah, openers? I've got some downstairs. Okay, good. They are so postal friendly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I think I'm. A little, I think the the sugar from the Gatorade that I'm trying to pump into my body is starting to uh, do weird things to me. Uh, anyway, pay attention. Here's the clip from the last time we did this seggy. Yes, not surprisingly, that's the theme to Silver Spoons. We've used this before, I understand. It says dryly. It's a, it's a classic, yeah, for a reason. I can't help it. I, I really... You just love it. You just love it. I, I, I got to admit, I, there are some TV theme songs from the 80s I really love, and I just... This is one of them, and I just keep coming back to it. I'm sorry. It, it may surprise you listeners to know that we don't do a lot of tracking on what we've used for movies and songs, so occasionally we're going to repeat things, you know. I do question your your life priorities if you're one of the people who pointed out that we've used this three or four times. Why don't you just answer the question? Be honest. No big deal. Yeah, answer it. Just answer the question, Claire. Talk to us. Come on, answer, answer the question. Don't be easy. It's only one question. I mean that in the nicest possible way. I really do. I, I, you know I love you. know I love you all. Anyway, uh, read some of the winners. Some of the winners that we love. Include Michael Mockrock Hayes, Jeff and Charity in Richlands, Virginia, David in Minneapolis, Buck from Wally World, Barton, Tennessee, Mark Ram, Steve Paulson, Dr. John in LA Center, Kentucky, Alan Titus, John Demacus, Jeremy in St. Pete, Barney Rubble from Linden, Washington, Gina Gilroy, Alex, Jeff in Utah, Christian in Duluth, Wendy Maloney, Chris the 80s Queen in Massachusetts, Dave in Oxford, Dave Dirt, Joseph Perdue, Tommy Doucette in Boston, Firefighter Mark, our old friend Kevin Serving Wench, Darren in Yukaipa, California, Tom Corn in Austria, Matt D in Oregon, Timmy Williams in Camp Crystal Lake, Illinois, Lido in Porter Ranch, Moo Man in Stittsville, Ontario, Peter Ryan, Nate Chops Johnson, Eric from North Seattle, Fetch in Evansville, and Jilsey in Indiana. Boom. Wow. There's some new names in there. I think. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the select crew of 80s Nation that listens to Stuck in the 80s. Yeah. We appreciate it. We, this is our 15th year. Let that sink in. The mind boggles. Five more years, Brad, and, and we hit the 20-year mark. 20 years. Yeah. In six years, this podcast will be able to drink on its own. <laughs> Until then, it's our job to do it it's for it. <laughs> you beat me to it. That's Sorry. exactly right, Steve. That's exactly right. Shall I spin the wheel? Yeah, spin the wheel before I pass out. I'm going to spin the wheel. You're spinning the wheel. I'm sweating. I don't know why I'm sweating. It's, it's like 85 degrees here today in Florida. Ugh. And it looks like it's going to land on Chris, the 80s queen in Massachusetts. Okay, great. Excellent. Send us nice. your postal address, and we will send your you some friendly mailing address. Wagarino. Bloop, bloop, bloop for the postal-friendly bottle opener. Man, that's it. That should be like Ooh. a DUI test for me. Like if I can't pronounce that, 
Time to put me to bed. I'll use it on the cruise. Please do. In the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery theme song. If you know it, email us at podcast at sits.com. And tune in a couple of weeks to find out if you are a wiener. Hey, that's all the time we have this week. I hope you enjoyed the new songs from our favorite artists from the 80s. In the meantime, Brad and I will remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app.